It's the TVA Podcast, episode 39. GHP Go Home Productions with a mashup of Crowded House's The Weather With You and Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg from the next episode. That was the weather episode. I know. That's fantastic. And it sounds like the intro of it just sounds like one of my favorite chameleon songs, actually, which I kind of like. Oh, yeah? Cool, too. Yay. Well, I almost threw that in last week, um, but I thought the uh, Crowded House reference might be a little too too subtle. And Mm -hmm. uh, then you went and blogged... A reference to that uh, that same tune. Well, I do these <laughs> that things. day. Yes. So I figured at least you would get it. <laughs> so mm. it gets in the show. At Thank least we're you. entertained. As long oh. as we entertain ourselves. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Oh, and Shelley. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. sure Shelley got it. That. I'm sure she did. Um, 
Speaking of entertaining uh, yourself and um, at the most um, four other people, how's yeah. it going down there? It's uh, it's a hard slog. I'm not going to lie, um, because there, there's a few things that that if nothing else, this is a complete learning experience on. Just like in terms of being in the official program, which I'm not. Um, but as I'm discovering more and more, that isn't helping people either. Because I guess uh, for, I guess for uh, newbies to the show, Todd's in Australia. Todd's oh, in yeah. Toronto. He's a yeah, comedian. Just in case we have a new listener. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> hi it there, happens. welcome, new listener. It happens. It happens. Um, yeah, and Todd's a comedian based out of Toronto, and he's now at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. And you've got shows all this week. I do. And you've been spending your days trying to get people to go to your show exactly. that night, and yep. then the next day it starts all over. The next day it starts all over. So Okay, so, sorry. Continue. No, 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 that's fine. So, um... So yeah, it's it with the weather being what it is. Some people um, have um, told me that most people in Melbourne don't actually leave their house if it rains, and it's been raining for the past couple of days. So that hurts. So um, kind of like superstition or something like I have, um, yeah, I have no idea. Flash so, floods. What mm, uh, couldn't help you? Couldn't umbrella help. shortage. That could be. No, I don't think so because I bought one yesterday. <laughs> you got the last one. Uh, oh, no, there was a huge box of them. I think I took that <laughs> blue one. I think that was it. Um, so you're saying that um, Australians are pansies. Is that what you're saying? Wow, you're really putting my foot in it now, aren't you? Um, no, <laughs> I'm not. I'll edit all this out. They're a good, honest, decent people. Oh, no, keep that in, mate. If you cut, oh, there will be no cuts. Um, so, yeah, so uh, like uh, – uh, it's 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 hard for everyone. Like you see people that have hired people to flyer their show and get people out to them. Um, but p- most of these people are actually in the official program. I'm not in the official program. I didn't make it, so I'm actually just going on the backs of it and trying to poach people into my shows, okay. which is rough. I mean, like it's it's a hard slog. I mean, like people are telling me, hey, if you get like three people in for your shows, you're doing well. And so so far, I've done better than that. So <laughs> there's that. So I have done much better. Than so. That. How many people are, are like you down there who are just? Uh... It's hard to say. I would say two. Like most of the people you see down here are part of the official program. I've seen like maybe two or three other posters for things out there, but uh, but yeah, nothing much. All right, so you're really, uh, yeah, you're really taking a flyer on this. Mm-hmm, one, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So you know the things that you'll learn uh, to do are you know make sure that you're on the official program. That's going to help. Um, get a decent venue at a decent time. I mean, like, the, the venue itself is really nice. It's just really hard to find. Very mm. hard to find. So, yeah. So we, so there, there's always that problem. Well, I liked your uh, your Twitter post on Tuesday. Which one was that? Uh, I guess it was just after your show. I just performed in front of four people. Jealous bitches? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you did a blog post yeah. uh, about that, which is very good, too. Uh, which, folks, if you're uh, not, uh, not in the know, uh, hey, it's dva.com for Todd's blog. Yes. I will probably uh, not. I'll incorporate to yesterday's and today's post into a blog later. Um, might be hard. I might, I might. I might be going into radio silence for a bit because uh, um, I'm heading out to Sydney for the weekend. Just a tour about. Oh, See what's nice. going on out there. She might leave the laptop behind. Or? I think so. I think so. I'll just leave it here. And uh, well, the one thing I will be talking about is what. Um, uh, what happened last night? Um, there's a there's 
there's a show. Um, my buddy Christian, uh, Christian Reimer, who has a show out here, he is a part of the program, so he gets like insight as to all these different shows and uh, that he can go to, and he can basically go to any participant show out there. So if you participate in the festival, you're able to go for free. Oh, really? So that's another advantage of being a part of the official program. Myself, yeah. twenty dollars, but the um, the show featured like uh, uh, this pair of comics from the states um a, a guy from ireland we saw as part of the gala who was actually quite funny this time and the headliner was this guy who is down here for just three shows only um a guy by the name of Patton oswald do okay. you know that name i it mm, i don't think so i'll give you a hint he was an actor in a uh academy nominated movie this year in fact he was the star of the movie mm, you know me in movies mm. he was the voice of ratatouille Remy the Rat. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And he is a fantastic, fantastic stand-up. Oh, I know this guy. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> he has shown up apparently. This guy. Oh, I didn't it, realize it was him. Yeah. I, so, just, I just Googled him. So he's been on, uh, let me see, he was on like the couch episode of the Seinfeld. He was the clerk. Yeah. Um, he was in Crank Yankers, the remake of Starsky and Hutch. Um, many things, many things. Right on. I had no, I didn't uh, recognize his voice at all. Mm-hmm. I saw Ratatouille and did not uh, put that together. Awesome. It's very funny seeing the material he did last night and then juxtaposing that into a Disney film. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, my buddy. A little different. A <laughs> little different. A little different. Um, my uh, my buddy Darren Frost runs into the same thing. He's a very edgy comic. And he yeah. has gotten into bother with uh, some of the commercials that he has done because of that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have no such trouble because I'm not in commercials. No one really gives a shit, you know. Really, you will be though. Mm. Who knows? Someday I could be the voice of testicular cancer. <laughs> Wouldn't like that. You are going to sell it like the rest of them. I am. Tom and Alan here with a word about your balls. <laughs> are you like me? Do you have balls? Do you like those? <laughs> would you like to hang on to them? <laughs> well, would you? You know how you're hanging on to them right now? Would you like to <laughs> yes. do so? <laughs> would you like to retain them? I think they'll have to adjust the copy. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Why is it that so many comedians um, seek out commercial work? Like, is it just... It's just it's something to pay the bill. It's just a gig? Yeah. Name out there. I mean, like, but, but there is a problem with it as well um, in that... Um, Another guy I know, um, uh, Levi McDougall, um, part of his problem is that he's in quite a few commercials, and people spend mm-hmm. the first five minutes of his show not listening to his jokes, but trying to figure out what commercials he's been in. What commercials? Like, oh, yeah. he's not your cell phone guy. You know, that's the problem. Yeah, that would be a problem. Yeah. That's where the hurt comes. Well, that's where you have a, uh, have a hard time seeing... Um, Actors who I haven't mm-hmm. seen as stand-up comedians do stand-up for the first time. Right. Right? If I've seen them do stand-up first and then I see them as an actor, then it's no problem. Right. But I've, when I've only seen them in a movie or on TV and then I see them trying to do stand-up, yes. it, it doesn't work for me. No, exactly. I don't know why, but yeah. Probably because, um, well, it can, it, can, it can be painful. <laughs> Let's face it. Because, <laughs> um, you know, the last thing you want is um, uh, to have another Michael Richards on your hand. Oh, yeah. Well, he was, was he doing stand-up before, you think? 
before uh, Seinfeld, before UHF, before like I've, uh, I've never actually seen his stand up. You know, apart from the YouTube video where he you know loses his mind. Um, yeah, I don't know. You got to figure he he did right. Yeah, you wouldn't uh, go from Seinfeld. Oh, I'm going to be. A I think he's more of a comedic right actor. I think I don't think he's ever yeah. been stand up because if you've ever been a stand up, that would never have happened. Right, you wouldn't lose it like that. Yeah, you're right. You yeah, know. so tell, you you blogged about this, but quickly um, tell us the story about being heckled by that guy, and then <laughs> and then the conversation after the show. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So th- it's it's sort of two parts. One night. And first of all, let me explain what the Exford is. The Exford is this 10:30 venue. It's a free comedy venue. It's run by this this uh, clutch of uh, hosts who take turns every night um, arranging the show, putting on different nights. It's very much like any other sort of open mic night that you've ever been into in um, uh, uh, into in, in in Toronto. So it's just like you know, okay. you show up, do your uh, do your job. And then, you know, go home. But um, this is kind of like an ambush room. It's not really an ambush room because people sort of know there's supposed to be a comedy show on, but they will not relent if if you suck. That's that's part of the deal. So um, uh, there are some people, like, it t- it's, it's kind of broken up in the same way the Fox and the Fiddle is in Toronto, where you've got a front section where people tend to sit and listen, and then there's a back section where people tend to not and just kind of have conversations about their self. So you're always kind of fighting above that din at the back, but it's pretty easy. They've got a good sound system, so you can just go about go about your business. So I hit the stage one night, and this guy has just – he's been standing in the back section, and he just has been heckling everyone, just yelling for no reason, not really even listening to the material. Doesn't even know if they suck or not. So uh, it was my turn. But is he, he telling them that they suck? Like yeah, he just, he, All uh... he screams is like, you suck. You suck, buddy. That's it. You That's suck. all he's doing. This happy Australian, um, just doing, you know, making his day happy by having a few pots of beer and yelling at people, telling them that they suck. So there must be a, like a, a ministry down here that handles that sort of thing for people as a whole. But this guy was freelancing for that night, so whatever. So he does it for me, and so I handle him with sort of all the good graces that I could because I didn't want to, like, you know, go over the top. You know, people were sort of knowing that he was annoying, but you know, um, I sort of shut him up politely. He comes and meets me afterwards and goes, so did you like how I helped you? As most hecklers do. Most hecklers will come up and go, hey, look at me. I, uh, uh, I, um, uh, I, I really helped you. And I went, I and you usually go, things up there. Yeah. yeah, the hell you did. You know, it was absolutely painful. And then he started telling me that I didn't get, get into him enough. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, well, you didn't, you didn't make fun of me. You didn't insult me. I said, oh, so like. I should have called you an utter shit bag and should be put to sleep. And he goes, yeah. I said, I'm doing that to your face right now. He goes, yeah, but you should have done it then. I was like, oh, fine. <laughs> fine. So, you know, I learned something there. And he says, yeah, you didn't really get into me. So he's chastising me for not heckling him back. So, okay. So cut to the next night where there's a guy, another guy, except this time he's sitting in the front. And he is just throwing a hockey stick into the front spokes of everyone who hits the stage. And the crowd is getting tired of him, and and so that so I'm going into a bit, I'm going into my my um, my cancer bit because I want to start giving mm-hmm. away wristbands. The wristbands, to yeah. The show, and uh, he. Let me just stop me. you there for a second, quickly. I'm just going to sure. I- interject. If you don't know what the uh, cancer bit is or the wristband thing, heyitstv.com. Click the videos button. There's a YouTube video there. 
with that bit? Yes. Sorry, go on. No, 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 that's fine. And so um, I have these wristbands created to help promote that, and it's based around that joke. And so I'm just launching into the bit, I'm about halfway through it, and this guy yells something. I can't even remember what he said. So I just made a reference to the fact that thank you know I thanked him for throwing a hockey stick into the front spokes, and the crowd got it. And so then he st- he continues to heckle, and I just went shit, dude. Like, what is it with you people about needing to be insulted and having the attention drawn to you? And I just re- totally reiterated the um, the story of the previous oh, heckler, from the previous night. So yeah. I said like, why do you need to be like this? Like you know, like you know, if you want me to wait until after the show so I can go back and tell you that you know it's a shame we have to deal with you tonight because your mom couldn't find bus fare during shore leave thirty years ago. That's cool. We can totally do that. But just let me get through the joke. And so like the, the crowd applauds me on that one. So I can I'm about to continue on with the joke, and he cuts in again. And I said, dude, I will go to the back and call you a shitbag then, but for now, shut up. And then the crowd erupts. Just oh, boom. Yeah. 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 And so like his buddy is even at the table just like applauding me. So I'm like, okay, I've done I've done good work tonight. And so <laughs> and so then apparently everyone is coming up to me afterwards going, way to handle him. And I'm just like, that is nothing. That's a typical Sunday in two rooms in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> you you kids don't know a thing down here. You want to sh- you want me to show you shit rooms? I will show you shit rooms. <laughs> you think that's awesome. something? You wait until someone is threatening the life of a comic at the Fox and the Fiddle. Man, yeah. So yeah, so that was, that was that night. So what do you think? Should we should we do intros just in case that there is some uh, some clips? Well, yeah. That finally hit um, your uh, hit your inbox. Nothing's hit my inbox, no. Okay. Well, uh, I don't expect it to because it's like, what, 9 o'clock there and the other guys are, like, getting ready. Yeah, so, uh, folks... Um, so, just in case, just in case, folks, there may not be... Todd and I are discussing whether or not we should intro a Bob FM spot uh, and or a um, Drive FM spot. Hmm. Um, but uh, I think we know better. Uh, it's not going to show up. But uh, you know at what? least we uh, we connected because I had already started re- recording the show earlier tonight uh-huh. and uh, before I'd, I'd canned it for a while and thought, well, well, maybe Todd will record some audio because we couldn't hook up on Skype. And uh, thank God you're around because I was like, um, it's a TVA podcast. Uh, um, and we got with, nothing. With me, um, <laughs> DCF. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure why this is not the DCF podcast. but The DCF. <laughs> It should be the DCF podcast. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm dead serious. An, I'm, I'm reading your Twitter right now. A Norwegian, a ne- Netherlander, a Belgian, an Englishman, and an Irishman walk into a bar. Uh-huh. And I did a show for them. <laughs> was yes. That, was, that, uh, was that last night? No, it was two nights ago. Oh, that was the four people? Yes. Were they really all from different countries? They were all from different countries. I had fired a uh, hostel, and they all came in. Oh, wild. So they're all backpackers and students. Oh, nice. Here for the show. So that was a big stretch for me to figure out what was going to be going on. Did you have to feed them? Did I have to feed them? No. Just I had to do a lot of backstories for a lot of my jokes. Okay. uh, (laughs) But no, it worked. It worked. And I I, I said... um, I said this to uh, to one of them uh, on the air. I think it was um, I can't remember whether it was Mike this morning or um, 
or Allie and Christy last night, but the thing I learned from that experience, I think it was Mike this morning, um, the the Norwegian, Netherlands, and uh, Belgian women, mm-hmm. um, they love poo-poo jokes. Really? And jokes about sex, and yeah, that was that was the stuff that they would laugh at the most. But just the women? Dead serious. Okay. Oh, and, and just yep. for for people... Um, here uh, in North America listening to the podcast uh, the bomb spot's usually done in the morning and uh, the drive spot with Mike is in the afternoon mm-hmm. but uh, for Todd it's uh, it's the it's opposite on its ass. yeah yeah it is completely on its ass so now in fact um, Bob calls me after I'm done my shows at 10pm at night and then Mike rouses me from my bed at 8.20 in the morning and that's exactly <laughs> what happened today he was very accommodating too. He's like, uh, "Dude, were you awake?" I'm like, "No." He goes, "Are you okay to do this?" Says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. Consummate professional." Ah, oh, cool. <laughs> I wish I was home in time to catch it. I actually uh, only caught the uh, last uh, few minutes of your uh, Bob spot this morning for me. Oh, okay. Uh, last night for you. Um, it sounded like there was a little bit of a you know technical difficulty. You had trouble hearing them. Yes, I did. Um, they would cut in and out, but how did I sound pretty good or no? You sounded great, actually. Okay. And you did, and you did so well, like, to just plow through. Like, at one point you said, are you guys still there? <laughs> like, yeah. You were getting nothing. But, yeah. man, you just like, well, how with it? If you're there or not, I'm just telling this joke. And then you just went exactly. on. And, uh, you exactly. know, it was good. It was good. I do my best, sir. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I can't uh, imagine uh, trying to pull that off just after your show. I do what I can, sir. Well, what do you think? Like, is that... Um, is that better for you? You just got off stage. Are you still like pumped up? Or are you decompressing? Like it's yeah. gonna be different than waking up first thing in the morning and having having to be funny. Yeah, it's it's just different. Um, nice. So yeah, if there was, let's uh, let's just say, let's just um, you know, our fingers are crossed. Um, if there's a Bob's segment, it's going right here. Okay. And now that was and the hey, Bob segment, hopefully. And now here's the drive segment. It's going right and here. And now here's the, here's the drive segment, the first ever drive segment from Todd yeah. the Cockeyed Optimist. Here it is. <laughs> okay, and we're back from... Uh, and we're back from that wonderful Bob spot. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was really funny when he asked me about Earth Day. I thought that was going to be very cool, like the turn off lights for an hour. I thought that was really special. I was in stitches. Yep. All right, well, um, do you want to get out of here? Um, I probably should. I gotta doctor up some flyers and uh, hit the road, Jack. Yeah, you gotta get some more people out to your show. Well, actually, um, let's see. Uh, so now you're trying to pimp your show um, on Saturday, right? You got uh, you got the night off uh, tonight. I've got a show tonight, and then I head to Sydney, and then I'm going to a Backpackers uh, comedy night on Monday. So I'm gonna try and get people out to that. Hey, people, mention this podcast. Get in for half price. All right. So, again, uh, this week, I think we'll close it with a tune. Okay. How about that? Um, another one? Let's fire it up. Another tune. This, uh, these guys are from Australia. And uh, Is it Severed Heads? I hope it's Severed Heads. It's not Severed Heads. These <sighs> guys are an uh, indie group. Um, the band is called, oh, I'm going to mess this, Connell Savins. C O N A L S A V I N S. Connell Savins. It could be a guy. It could be the band. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, they're from Perth. I'm not okay. sure where Perth in Australia is. Is that uh, 
the other side? That's oh, on the west coast. It's yeah, on the west yeah. coast. And uh, this tune is called Hot Bucket. Hot Bucket? Yeah. A name you don't play with. Hot Bucket. Connell Savins. Take it easy, guys. Toodles. Toodles.